Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. This is the podcast where Spencer, that's me, hello. I, I read this book. I'm reading it. And then I am uh, talking about it as well. And I think that when you describe that to people, they're like, yeah, that sounds boring and uninteresting. Well, maybe if you listen to it, you might actually enjoy it. I, I think it's, uh, well, I think it's very educational. I am learning a lot, and I am personally extremely entertained by myself. So I hope that some of you are as well. So I think that people might actually enjoy it if they listen to it. That's the hard part. So, with that being said, if, if you could please share this with some other people, that would be wonderful. And uh, you can, uh, one way that you don't even need to share it to people, but one way, one thing that you can do that will help other people be aware of this podcast is to, uh, sh- uh, to subscribe to it and to rate it and to review it on all those different podcast platforms. You can do those things. And that would uh, make me feel wonderful. And then it would make everybody else feel wonderful because then they would be learning just like you. There are some other things that you can do if you want to follow me on social media. You can do that. It is at DictionaryPod on Twitter and Instagram. And my personal stuff there is at SpeedJampar. And uh, I think in the next the next episode I record, I might do another one of those TikTok videos. It's like less than 60 seconds. And uh, very silly filters are put on my face, and I think it's great. Um, email me, dictionarypod at gmail.com if you want to. You can call the Google Voice number and leave a message. You can watch this on YouTube. Just go play this. Uh, th- that's what you should do. You should go just go play this on all of the platforms at the same time. That would be weird. And uh, I think that's fine. Oh, and if you want to join the Patreon, hey, speaking of the Patreon, um... I, just a few days ago, a handful of days ago, I recorded with the lovely Karen O'Leary. That episode has already aired. Oh, 22, no, 20, what's today? 25 days ago, I think that episode aired. Um, but for me, it was just a few days ago that I recorded it, and I'm editing it, and I'm getting getting it ready to post. Um, but she she is a dream, and she is nice, and she is funny, and she's musical, and uh, I just think she's great. And um, so, yeah, the the episode that you heard, you probably heard it. If you haven't, you got to go back and listen. Um, it is edited down a fair amount. It's still very long, but it's been edited down quite a bit. And I think um, I will have put the full, the full raw uh, audio recording on uh, Patreon as an exclusive. So if you want to listen to that, you got to go join the Patreon. Uh, I think it's the $5 a month level. Um, I may, I got to get her permission, but I may put the video up as well. So we recorded video of the two of us. And uh, so that may be up there as well. Um, Then you get to see our beautiful faces. I think it's time for me to record the last section of this Page 311. We gotta say the words. The first one is Cypress Vine. Two words. Noun from 1819. A tropical American annual vine of the morning glory family with usually red or white tubular flowers and finely dissected leaves. They've been 
dissected by the why are they dissected how did that happen what's why what what is happening to a leaf that you have to you can call it dissected there's nobody going in with a knife and cutting it anyway the, the scientific name there's a couple ip ipomoea quamoclit ipomoea quamoclit and then there's the other one quamoclit penata i've never seen it where the second word in the name becomes the first word in another one that's kind of different um there is no etymology but we do have a picture it just it looks like a vine the main stalk of the vine is going around and then there's parts that flare off those might be the uh the finely dissected leaves they're very it kind of looks like a fern it there's a stalk that goes off and then from that stalk uh there's very skinny leaves that go from there but then there's these other leaves are these the uh which one? Maybe those other ones are the tubular ones because they look very skinny. Maybe they're tubes. Um, and then we have these other ones. They look kind of star-shaped flowers. That's that's what they look like. Those must be the red or the white. No, see those? I don't know. We just have to post a picture of a cypress vine so we all know what we're talking about. Go look at that. I don't know why my brain just goes to sounds like that, but that's the sound effect which designates that I'm done talking about cypress vine and I'm ready to talk about the word cyprian. No, I think it's actually cyprian. C-Y-P-R-I-A-N. Cyprian. Noun from 1819. Ironically, that probably doesn't mean ironically, this word and cypress vine are both 1819. That's kind of odd. I don't think they're related because the synonym for Cyprian is the word prostitute. Why? Well, it is from the Latin Cyprius, which is, uh, it means of Cyprus. That is from the Greek uh, Kyprios with a, a capital K, which means Cyprus, which is the birthplace of Aphrodite. I think it's one of the islands in the Mediterranean. So Cyprus, that's where Aphrodite was born, supposedly based on Greek mythology. But Aphrodite, I don't think Aphrodite was a prostitute. Wasn't Aphrodite just the goddess of love and stuff? Love and stuff. And uh, so, yeah, somehow, you know, I guess it's not terribly complicated, but somehow it became just prostitute. Cyprian. Next word is Cyprinid. I think I always thought this was Cyprinid. How did I say it? Cyprinid? No, I don't know. Cyprinid is this word. Noun from 1861. Any of a family of soft-finned freshwater fishes, including the carps and minnows. I feel like no, that was guppies. We had little guppies when I was in like first grade, second grade. There was a little tank of guppies, and then you could take a, take them home. But that's different than minnows. Carps and minnows are cyprinids. The family name is cyprinidae, or would it be cyprinidae? And then cyprinid is also an adjective. 
This basically just means carp. It's from the Latin cyprinus, which means carp. Boop, 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 boop. Next word is cypripedium. Cypripedium. C-Y-P-R-I-P-E-D-I-U-M. Cypripedium. Noun from 1807. One, any of a genus of Eurasian and North American terrestrial orchids having large, usually showy, drooping flowers with the lip inflated or pouched. Compare to... Mm, usually when it says compare to a thing, it's the antonym, but it could be a synonym. Uh, but it is ladies' slipper. I don't really know what the opposite of a cypripedium would be. So they're probably just related. They're similar but different. Ladies' slipper. Or maybe that's just the common name for this thing. The genus name is Cyprip... It's also just Cypripedium. Cypripedium. And that is it for that part. So number two for Cypripedium. Any of a genus of widely cultivated Asian orchids. And the genus name here is Paphiopetalum. I hope I said that right. I think we might need to find a picture or a couple of pictures of these different kinds of, uh, of, of cypripediums. I'm looking at the etymology. Let's see. It is from the lower Latin cypris, which is a name for Venus. And actually, just we're going to pause there. If you go back to uh, Cyprian, the prostitute one, uh, that is from Cyprus which is the birthplace of Aphrodite, and Baphrodite, I think, is the Greek name for Venus, and Venus is the Roman name? I think I might have that right, possibly. But anyway, so Cyprus, is the, it's the name for Venus plus pedium, which it looks like it's just from the Greek word, which means sandal, but uh, it's some sort of suffix. So let's see. Okay, so Venus, there was, let's see, I'm looking... Large, usually showy, drooping flowers, the lip inflated. I got to see what these look like. I got to see what these orchids look like so I can understand why they, uh, Venus, why Venus? Why were they named after Venus? I don't know. Let's move on to the next word. Boop, 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 boop. It is cyproheptadine. Cyproheptadine. C-Y-P-R-O-H-E-P-T-A-D-I-N-E. Noun from 1971. A histamine and serotonin antagonist, C21H21N, used especially in the form of its hydrochloride to treat allergy symptoms and hives. So uh, it's a good see if you got some allergies. Maybe this is a thing that you can use. A cyproheptadine. It is, we got the CY from cyclic, the PRO from propyl, the, then hepta. Usually I think of seven when I think of hepta. Is that right? Is there seven of something in there? And then the DINE from piperidine, piperidine. Cyproheptadine. I don't know what any of those things mean, but it comes together to make this thing. 
Boop, 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 boop. Next, we have Cyproterone. Cyproterone. It looks like Cyproterone. Noun from 1966. A synthetic steroid, C22H27ClO3, that inhibits the action and secretion of testosterone by blocking the activity of androgen receptors. I think androgen is another one of those, I don't know if it's a hormone, but it's something related to the, uh, the, the testicles and all that and testosterone and stuff. Um, it's a synthetic steroid. So this is, uh, this is human-made, and it stops, stops the action and secretion of testosterone and how does it do that? Well, it blocks the activity of the androgen receptor. So in, so you know, you got receptors of things. Uh, let, let's see. Well, okay. So cannabis is actually a very good example because th- it has the it has the uh, all the different uh, things, THC and CBD and all vari- variations like that. And those are the endocannabinoid system. And your body has receptors that will uh those those things will will bound bind to the receptors so same thing we have androgen receptors in our body and this synthetic steroid says no receptors don't don't connect with these androgens please don't do that and that process will then stop the action and the secretion of testosterone so basically if you're taking one of these uh cyproterones you are Maybe you need to limit your testosterone for some reason. I don't know. Did I get that right? Maybe it's close. Next word. Boop, 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 boop. We have serenotic. No, it is serenaic. Serenaic or sirenaic. Capital C-Y-R-E-N-A-I-C. Serenaic. Noun from 1586, an adherent of the doctrine that pleasure is the chief end of life. The chief end of life is pleasure. We, I think, are going to need to find some sort of Wikipedia article and put it in the show notes to learn more about this. We have a couple more things that we can say, though. Uh, Cyrenaic is also an adjective, and Cyrenaicism, Cyrenaicism, that is a noun. So, this is from Latin, Cyrenaicus, Cyrenaicus, from the Greek, Kyrenaicos, I am, I am apologizing for my pronunciation, uh, this is from Kyrene, which is uh, Kyrene, Africa, and I don't know if I said it right. My brain wants to say Cyrene, C-Y-R-E-N-E. It's probably Cyrene. Might be, it might be Cyrene. Cyrene, Africa. That is home of Aristippus, who is the author of this doctrine. So Aristippus, I, I think that's how you say their name, they believed that pleasure is the chief end of life. What does that mean exactly? Is, does that mean that it's the most important thing in life? Pleasure is the most important thing in life? Does it mean that 
I, I don't know. I don't know. We have to, uh, we'll have to read up on it. And you can do it too. Never heard of this. Cyrenaic. Boop, 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 boop. Next we have Cyrillic. Capital C-Y-R-I-L-L-I-C. Adjective from 1813. Of, relating to, or constituting an alphabet used for writing Old Church Slavic and for Russian and a number of other languages of Eastern Europe and Asia. The, yes, if you look at if you look at Russian, it has a different alphabet than what uh, English is written in. Uh, same with lots of other languages around the world. They have different characters like Chinese and Japanese and Korean and Vietnamese. They have characters. That's a whole different uh, set of alphabets. It's a whole different thing. Uh, it has a name, and I can't think of what it is. But Cyrillic languages, like Russian, I think Ukrainian is very similar to Russian and other other languages in that area. I think, um, yeah, bunch of bunch of uh, Eastern Europe and Asian languages. They use this Cyrillic alphabet, and uh, you know the letters just look a little bit different. Some are similar, some are different. I wouldn't know how to say a word because I don't know the Cyrillic alphabet, but it's probably good to learn. Maybe I'll post a picture of all the Cyrillic letters. This is from St. Cyril, who was the reputed inventor of the Cyrillic alphabet. Who was St. Cyril? Maybe we got to post a a link about St. Cyril as well. I wonder, what were they using before St. Cyril invented the Cyrillic alphabet? Next word... Beep, 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 boop, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. It is cyst. C-Y-S-T. Noun from circa 1720. One. A closed sac having a distinct membrane and developing abnormally in a cavity or structure of the body. Uh, these are a fairly common thing that people get. Uh, I think... You know, you can get them all over the place. A lot of times people have them on their head. And I think, if I understand correctly, it's uh, it's a thing that starts growing under the skin, usually under the skin, and it's uh, it has its own little, little egg, little membrane. It mentioned it here. There's a distinct membrane, and uh, it's, in a, it's in a cavity. Uh, so it creates its own little cavity as it grows, I guess, maybe, and there's a membrane around it, so it doesn't, it's just a little, it's like a little ball, a ball of ooey-gooey stuff. Is that the scientific <laughs> medical way to say it? A cyst is a ball of ooey-gooey stuff. Yeah, I don't know, I have a couple of little bumps on my head that haven't changed for, like, my whole life, so they could be cysts, but they're kind of hard, and, and they're not growing, they don't seem like, so I think they're okay. I think I can just leave them. But people get them removed a lot. Number two, a body resembling a cyst, as to a, a resting spore of many algae, or algae, to b, a gas-filled vesicle, as of a rockweed or bladderwort, to c, a capsule formed about, 
I don't know why I said this so weird. A capsule formed about a minute organism going into a resting or spore stage. And then also, this capsule with its contents is also called a cyst. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm interested about this one. So, a minute organism that is going into a resting stage or a spore stage somehow will get a cyst around it, a capsule that forms around it. That is fascinating. 2D, a resistant cover about a, paras- a parasite produced by the parasite or the host. So if a parasite is going to get into some other body, they will, I guess, create this covering around them, which is also called a cyst, uh, to protect them from the host attacking them. The host is like, I don't want this parasite here, but the parasite is like, hey, dude, I got this ball around me. You can't get me. So deal with it. Cyst. It is from the Greek cystis or kistis or kystis. It means bladder or pouch. It is akin to the Sanskrit svasiti, and that means he blows or snorts. You can snort your nose or blow your nose. That is svasiti. How that's related to bladder and pouch and cyst, I don't know. But there is more at the word wheeze. W-H-E-E-Z-E. Wheeze in the juice. Next word. Boop, 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 boop. It is cyst again. This is the prefix form. So it is cyst or cysti or cyste with an I or cysto. And it just means bladder or sac. So if, if something starts with cyst or cysti or cysto, it's somehow related to a bladder or a sac. We have examples for each of those. Bladder, the example is cystitis. So you got inflammation of a cyst or your bladder or something. We'll probably learn about that tomorrow. And then for sac, the example is cystocarp. Cystocarp. Is that a fish carp or something else carp? I'm not sure. We now have another similar word. Boop, 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 boop. I don't even remember what the first sound effect was in this episode. I just had fun with it. And then it's then it sounded like an alien. Okay, so this is cyst again. This is the suffix. So we had the word, the prefix, and now the suffix. It is a noun. You could probably guess what it means. Exactly, you got it. It means bladder or sac, as in the example, blastocyst. Blastocyst. Um, okay, now is the time for the last word in this episode. Boop, 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 boop. It is cystiamen. Cystiamen. C-Y-S-T-E-A-M-I-N-E. Cystiamen. Noun from 1943. It is a cysteine derivative, C2H7NS, used especially to treat cystinuria. Cystinuria. So I think all of these words, cysteine, cystinuria, they're going to be, let's see, we get tomorrow. 
Uh, we've got another. Yeah, we got a lot of cyst words tomorrow. They're all going to be in tomorrow's episode. Uh, and then we change we change it up a little bit. All right. So we had today cypress vine, cyprian, cyprinid, cypripedium, cyproheptadine, cyproterone, cyrenaic, cyrillic, cyst, 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 and cystiamin. There's a lot of stuff going on here. We had that and that and that. Okay, yeah, a lot of these I didn't I didn't uh, really care for. Not that I don't care about them. I care about everything, but you know they weren't uh, they weren't quite to the level of word of the episode level. Um, let's see. Ooh, <laughs> I I'm I'm thinking. Um, I don't know. I just think the the idea of this in general, is just kind of fascinating. The uh, the Cyrenaic, C-Y-R-E-N-A-I-C, the adherent, adherent of the a doctrine that pleasure is the chief end of life. I don't know if I agree with that. I also think it's really hard to put, uh, put statements that are like, this is the thing, this is the most important thing, or, you know, you can't deal in black and white. Everything has the gray area. So I don't know if I 100% agree with that, but you know, I think I think it's good to have a lot of pleasure in your life, and uh, you know, you should try and find a lot of pleasure in your life, whatever whatever that is. If there's no pleasure in your life, then that's not very fun, and I think life should be fun. Don't you? Cyrenaic is the idea that life should be fun. Life should be fun. If you're a Cyrenaic, what do they do? What do they do to put more pleasure into their life? There's lots of things. Okay, that is going to be the end of this episode. I uh, very much appreciate you listening to this, and hopefully that you hopefully you went back to the beginning and started from there. If you are jumping in in the middle here, although we can't call it the middle because we got a ways to go until the middle. Ooh, that's something I should do. I should figure out what will be the very middle page of this book. Might not be the middle episode, but it'll be close. That'll be a fun thing to do. All right. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.